Every day you're doing your best to get it all done. You work hard, you play hard, you juggle deadlines, your mate's birthdays, remembering to call your mum. But it's actually more complex than that. It's not just about what you do, it's about why you do it. Having a purpose enriches every part of us and it connects us to the wider world. So how can we rediscover the why? What are the things that I come home at the end of the day and go, today was fantastic. From Facebook, this is Face to Face, unearthing ideas that thrive in a connected world. I'm Jules Lund. Sherilyn Shackle is driven by personal purpose. It's how she lives her life and how she runs her business, The Marketing Academy, a non-profit helping marketers develop leadership skills. But her path to finding that purpose was far from easy. She started a working life as a recruiter. So we were making lots and lots of money. I was working really hard. It was a mid-sized firm. Working hard, working long hours, 24-7, not seeing the kids, not taking holidays, making lots of money, buying a bigger house, having to make lots more money to buy an even bigger house, having to buy a better car, then having to buy an even better car. And I got myself completely caught on that kind of success means money, means you've got to have more success, means you've got to have more money kind of treadmill. But when I was in my early 40s, I had a real wake-up call, which, um, which is that I nearly died. After waking with horrifying chest pains, Sherilyn was rushed to hospital in an ambulance and it changed her life. When she got home, everything was different. And I literally spent days and days, literally under my duvet, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't go, I couldn't talk to people, I couldn't go into the office. I had no confidence because, shit, I could have died, right? And I thought I was immortal and I was going to live forever. And it was like the rug just being pulled completely out from under you. And I decided very quickly on that I was going to thrive. It wasn't going to, you know, it wasn't going to send me into a downward spiral, which it could very easily have done. I made the decision that that wasn't going to happen. Sherilyn realised something was missing. What used to drive her simply was not there anymore. She needed to find purpose. And I started exploring. So what is it that I really love? What is it that really gives me joy? When am I at my absolute best? When am I in flow? I'd been on the board of a leadership development company. That had ignited a bit of a passion to develop talent at all different levels. And then I'd always been absolutely passionate about customer. So I used to advise lots of CEOs in very big companies in the UK. And I was always the one that was banging on the drum saying, if you do not have your CMO in the centre of the boardroom, standing up for the voice of the customer, then you do not have a future. I wanted to change things, right? I wanted to find a way to have a really positive impact. And so the Marketing Academy was born and it fulfils her. She's found her purpose. I wanted to get out of that whole commercial rat race, you know, out of the chasing the buck. The purpose is to engage, inspire and develop the talent that's within our industry to, at the very least, understand the power that's at their fingertips and to just open their eyes a bit wider so that they can embrace the changes they can make. If I believe that our industry can really impact the people on the planet, then the beliefs and behaviours that are behind the work, enabling them and empowering them to be the best versions of themselves they possibly can be. Because if the leadership capability in our industry is that fabulous, then it's unstoppable in terms of the impact it can make. 
Like Cheryl and Jeremy Nicholas went on a journey to find his purpose. As Executive Director of Marketing at Telstra, he believes it is fundamental to success in business. You follow the things that you love. And I just look at the bits all the way through my career and it's always been when I followed my heart and followed the things that I really wanted to do that's led to something better. And I think it's your subconscious finding, telling you like your purpose is there yeah, and is. you just got to follow that, that thread. Finding purpose as an individual is only part of the puzzle. Brands also need to be clear about their why. Well, I think that is exactly the same for companies. And I think when the company really understands who it is and is true to itself, and what it's really there to do and think about that, then I think that's where those things uncover and you say the same thing about human qualities. What things are we really good at? What things makes our people really happy? What makes our customers really happy? And what's really true to us, then I think that really helps the companies uncover that purpose and that drive. And I think you see companies lose that along the way and then maybe there's a leadership change and they rediscover it or they have an epiphany like the example like a health crisis that a person would have a company can have it and rediscover and re-engineer itself and re and repurpose itself jeremy says telstra is built on its foundation and history in australia to become the brand we know today we have a really important role in Australian society, which is wrapped up in the purpose or the ambition, if you like, of the company, which is to build a connected future where everyone can thrive. And inherent within that is what the company's always been and its role it plays in Australian society and indeed more and more globally as well. And that is that it's a nation building company where the original postmaster generals business from the 1800s. Rarely seen, but growing all around us lies one of Australia's most precious. And the company changed through the 20th century until what it is today in Telstra. So talk to Telecom about making it even better for your business. So Telstra's brand purpose is keeping Australia connected to help our relationships, businesses and communities thrive. But how do they create that feeling of bringing us together? If you like, it's the job of the marketing to tell that story and to bring that out and to do that in a way which can capture people's hearts and minds as well. The Thrive On campaign was a stunning piece of storytelling. How did you arrive at that? It's really about when you look at the change which is happening in society at the moment, when you look at the massive influx and impact that technologies have, social media is having, on the world around us. You can see it through lots of different lenses, but the lens we choose is just, it is absolutely amazing and magical what we're doing. This is a story about magic. It's a story we tell our kids, a story we all leave behind. In adulthood, we change our mind because magic's way too hard to find and to that fact, we're all resigned. The piece begins with a beautiful quote from futurist Arthur C. Clarke that reads, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And then we see this homestead, a grandfather reading his granddaughter a bedtime story, but through a tablet. Hi, darling. Hi, Grandpa. Are you ready? Yes. Knowing that those two are in different parts of the world, yet nothing is lost in translation. In a green rolling hill, 
And then showing different parts of the society as we go through of where that magic and wonder of technology is shown. And then we see these beautiful series of all the other moments that the Telstra network helps us thrive. What if I could take you high up? Then would you believe in magic? Everything from the Australian Ballet Company, the lighting director side of stage on her tablet, adjusting the beautiful colours of this performance. What if I said I could help you save a life? Then would you believe? We create those innovations like for the firefighters, enabling them to send a drone up. To Ambos, using the network's GPS to locate someone who a tree has fallen on them in remote bushland. Beamed in real time back down to the ground. And they're able to save their life. Even in remote areas, you've got a pretty amazing network strength to do it. Then cuts to this grandmother wearing VR goggles, clearly watching a roller coaster or something because she nearly falls over and her, her teenage grandson catches her and laughs. Infinite constellations fueled by pure imagination leading to one destination to you to thrive. The underpinning of the story is to show the magic and wonder of technology that's all around us, absolutely. But what makes it really powerful and true for us and our company is that a lot of those examples are things that only we could do. It reminds you how much at times we take this network and technology for granted when, when you step back and you see all those applications, it's magic. The music really matters. And one thing we've used really well is that flight facilities track. That music has really, really counted for us and it's become a sort of signature audio cue for the brands whenever people hear it. And I was at a festival and DJ put that track on and like a whole bunch of kids next to me go, oh my God, it's the Telstra track and started <laughs> cheering. It's pretty funny for our brand for that to happen. Magic can exist in every part of a brand, from its ads and products right through to its people and of course, its purpose. And that's where amazing things happen. It's just as much around the culture mm. that you set within the organisation, which are the ways in which you then drive the behaviours of the organisation that ripple out, making sure that there's an alignment in what mm. your brand purpose stands for. Seeing brand purpose in action is really very special. When an employee takes that idea from the office into the real world, it can cut through the noise. So I've got an example of a company, uh, a British company that I love, Intelco, so O2. So they were an entrepreneurial, effectively a startup business with a very small number of people. About 15 years ago, something like that. But a really small story that I think just demonstrates how if you engage your people properly, amazing stuff can happen. O2 were the first ever Telco to launch a rewards program on their mobile phones. And one of the ways in which you would reap the benefits of their reward system is you would get tickets to their music venues around the world. So a big gig, you'd get tickets. When they first launched, they just got the ticket balance a little bit off <laughs> and they had their first big gig. And one of the customers happened to be a very young, probably very low paid customer service person. The gig was One Direction, and that O2 employee turns out to be an Aussie named Jasmine. I am Jasmine, and I am that O2 employee. And she sees the queue spread right the way around the venue, and she realised very quickly 
that most of the people standing in the queue were therefore likely to be O2 customers. I got down there and I could see this massive lineup outside the venue and I was like, okay, this is really strange. I don't really know what's going on here. So I went and spoke to the venue manager and he said, well, One Direction goes on sale tomorrow. I'm looking at all these girls outside and there was like, there was hundreds of them and it was freezing and I was like, I have to take care of these girls, I have to do something. And so just in that moment, I went and spoke to the food van that was close by and I was like, I really want you to feed these girls this evening and then also in the morning. There was 200 of them, please take care of them. And for the next few hours, she walked up and down the line, just saying, you know, two customer, if you know two customer, please go and have a hot dog and a can of Coke on us. Jasmine had taken the essence of O2 and brought it directly to the people with food and blankets, just good vibes. She warmed up what could have been a pretty cold and frustrating night for fans. If I'm honest, I didn't actually think twice about it, like it was the right thing to do. Um, and I knew the decision I was making was the right thing for our customers and the right thing for the brand. So what that story says to me is that that is a company who's DNA, which is the customer is our God. We will do anything and everything necessary in order to demonstrate to our customers how much we love them and need them and want them. Anybody within the organisation is empowered to do anything. So I think the most important thing with a brand purpose is to make sure it's a company purpose. So we all feel that we're part of it and it's really easy to understand and that that kind of has to be at the heart and soul of your thinking. What was happening is the girls were obviously posting their food and their blankets and the fact that they were outside waiting for One Direction tickets, tagging the band. And obviously then what started to happen is, you know, these boys have a massive following. People started commenting and the boys also started sharing some of the comments. So quite quickly it got quite a big social uptake. I had like 200 One Direction fans saying how amazing O2 was. It was kind of fun. Obviously, social platforms make sharing amazing experiences easier. But then to be able to build communities online, well, that works best when staff members love the brand and understand its purpose. So how do you take that story and let your employees share and find their purpose in it? Within marketing, you have your best communicators, you have your best influencers, you have your best creators, you have your best disruptors. That's the personal drivers that you attract into the marketing function. They should be the people that are reaching out, engaging your employees, turning your employees into fans, avid fans, turning your employees into engaged, committed people living and breathing and talking the brand. So I suspect that all businesses have opportunities to foster this sense of purpose and the bigger meaning of their brand. That's the why. But how do you find it? For customers to really understand the why a company does something is really important. And I think if they understand the why, they will appreciate the things you do more. And I think they're also likely to forgive you when things don't quite go right. See, I think it's okay for a company not to have a bigger 
wider, more meaningful purpose. You don't need that to have a customer love you and love your brand and be constantly coming back, you know, have that real return value to your brand. What you do have to have is you have to have their best interests at heart. You have to evidence and demonstrate that the customer is really important to you. We want to be respected. We want people to be generous towards us. We need all of that meaning in our lives. Now, the brands can give customers that by just ensuring that every decision they make about every touch within the customer, from pricing to branding to anything, has that purpose, even if they have that purpose in mind, then I believe you can drive greater brand connectivity. Whatever a brand's purpose, the way it embodies it is what matters most. Through taking action, through building ideas, through making a connection to the wider world. You know, we talk about in our advertising things, the magic wonder of technology. That is it. It's not about the cables and the things and all that stuff. That's how it helps it happen. But it's about what people do with it from there and then the, the great things that happen on the back of it. I don't believe there's any other industry or function other than marketing, media and advertising that can touch every human being on this planet. Big thanks to Sherilyn Shackle, CEO and founder of the Marketing Academy, and Jeremy Nicholas, Executive Director of Marketing at Telstra. If you like what you've heard, press play on any of our past episodes and take a listen. I'm Jules Zand and this is Face to Face from Facebook.